I don't really care. I'm only going to say this once. We're here to depart. We're here to take over. This is going to be fun. You're killing your father, Larry. The people know it. I see what all the excitement is about. Yeah, my man, I made it happen. Hi, I'm Paul. One. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Paul Show. My name is P-A-U-L Paul. And this is going to be a, a good episode. It's going to be a fun one. I have... Um, I have one of my buddies, Andrew Clements, here, and he is going. He has been very heavily involved in some of the Black Lives Matter movements in Des Moines and in um, Iowa in general. And he has a has a good story to tell and and all that. And so we're going to talk about all that stuff, and then we'll have we'll have some fun and um, get into some some uh, fun stuff as well. So uh, let's let's kick it off, Andrew. What's up? How's it going, Paul? Thank you for having me, man. Very blessed to be on and happy to see and happy to share my experiences and what I've seen and also just be a part of this amazing show. Yeah, dude, good good to have you. Thanks for uh thanks for doing it. Um so talk to me about about all the stuff that's been going on the last little while. Man, um, where to begin? Um I just wanna first and thank um thank the Lord for everything he's done in my life. You know, I've been very blessed to be adopted here and be brought over to America and live here for you know, 25 years of my life with an amazing family. And, you know, you know, this hits home for me. Um, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to sit here and first and say I'm not black. I never uh, thought I was, but you know, my best friends, um, my brothers, you know, the ones that are going to be in my wedding that I met in college, you know, that they are black, you know, they're from Texas, they're from Houston, you know, they're from Florida. And, you know, I just, this hit home because I don't want to be getting a call one day that Zach, or Hurst or Keontae mm. were killed because a cop was scared for their life just because I know it's, hap- it's happened, it's a reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I just, I want to, I had my own experiences. Just the um, the other day, um, a few weeks ago, I was running out in Pleasant Hill and just running, jogging, had my uh, Dirty Bird shirt on. <laughs> so I had my last name, had white <laughs> Nikes on. So I was running around the neighborhood and I noticed a white car kind of following me and then it would kind of speed up, park ahead of me and... I'd run by, and then he would sit there for a little bit and get back ahead of me. And at first, I and my friends, like, hey, maybe they're just looking for houses. And I was like, maybe that's what they're doing. But a lot of the stops, there was no for sale signs. And it was an older couple, so I wasn't too worried. But, you know, I don't know. I didn't look like I, I was just running. I yeah. didn't look like I was out doing anything suspicious. And, you know, it, it happens here in Iowa. And, you know, I don't – I just want to educate and help inform people this happens, you know. And yeah. It just, and we're all family. And one thing, it just, we need we need everyone to be able to survive. Black, mm-hmm. white, yellow, red. It doesn't matter what color you are, where you come from. We need each other. Mm-hmm. We need to be united. And black people have just been suppressed for so long. Mm-hmm. And people think, I mean, the first lady that went to a segregated school was only 65 years old. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It, she's living it's through insane. it again. So it doesn't go away. No. That's why I know. That's why I'm out there supporting. I'm mm-hmm. doing my part. I want to help document history. I want to give people the chance to show their families that they were out there being a part of history. And Well, dude, I just scrolled through some of the pictures that you were taking at these at these rallies. It's incredible incredible stuff. Like it's it's inspiring. It's it's moving. Um I seriously 
kudos on that. Those were, those were really good stuff. And like, um, having those images, those will be something that are looked back on, you know, how many years from now. And is like that, you know, they'll, they'll be able to look in every city across the U S and be like, here's how it looked in this city or here's how it looked in this city. So it is, we are like in really unprecedented times. And, and like, I wanted to get your opinion on, um, when, and like, first of all, like when all this stuff started happening, I didn't really know what to say. I didn't know what to do. And, and like, I, I, I mean, I haven't been doing this very long, but I knew I just wanted to use this platform to kind of get the message out there, get the word out there and, uh, try to make some sort of positive change and just, bring awareness to people. Cause I think that's, would you say that's the biggest, like, would you say that's the biggest hurdle that you guys are running into is just unaware ignorance, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, bring back the, 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 all the marches, man, that you're right. I mean, those are some of the most powerful things. I, I'm not ashamed to say I cried about seven times. Um, they had poets speak local poets from five, one, five alive. And just testimonies of people with their experiences mm-hmm. and just how they are how they had to li- kind of how cautious they had to live it like it just brought me to tears mm-hmm. it brought me to sadness and then mm-hmm. there is the tears of the unity because i mean it's not just black people out there marching it's white people mm-hmm. asians mm-hmm. Mexico, it's amazing and yeah the day at the capitol i was i was bawling because it was just amazing to see all these people that believe in one thing they just want to see everyone on the equal and that's what that's what because i feel like a lot of people think or get the idea because you know that's is what we're running into. It's like, you know, I've lost friends, I've lost coworkers over this, and you know, it's it's very unfortunate. It's mm-hmm. it hurts me just as much, but you know, it's just something that I can't debate on. And you know, there's a lot of things that I think people perceive, which we run into the don't know what to say because they don't really know mm-hmm. what is the Black Lives Movement in Des Moines. Because I had my own parents kind of come to me, just like, what are you guys out there doing? Like, are you just out there to march? Are you just chanting? And no, that's, you know, that's why I love it. You know, it's, that is part of the aspect is getting mm-hmm. people to listen, mm-hmm. see it. And, you know, it, we are just, we want people to realize that the big thing is we just want blacks to be level. Mm-hmm. The whole defund the police, I don't like the word defund because it just gives the whole thing a different meaning. Yeah. By no means do, and you know, I can't speak for everyone, by no means do I or in a majority want the police gone. Um, there's just a disturbing right. facts that, you know, especially in Des Moines, that a lot of the money that they spend goes towards police. Um, one of the thing is, so the Des Moines Police Department, they make about the budget for the, like the police department in Des Moines is 70 million every year. Mm-hmm. Fire department is 40 million. As you know, my dad was a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that was a big, kind of a big discussion we had was, you know, cops and firefighters have fought this long to get paid that. And we're not saying they don't need to get paid because they Mm -hmm. do, but they get paid 30 million more than firefighters do. Right. And, you know, and let's see here, the city hall buildings, they spend 3 million on that. The parks that we go play disc golf, you go Mm -hmm. play baseball. You t- you're going to take your kids. Oh, I'm not to- playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> People play baseball and softball, yeah. and you only know, take their kids to. They only spend seven million on that. Museums, band, and theater, zero. Um, library services, nine million. Community mental health, zero. Mm-hmm. And I dealt with depression. Not ashamed to tell that anymore. Mm-hmm. But to see that, 
that really hit home because mm-hmm. there's people out there that they just need help and mm-hmm. you know they not everyone makes a lot of money and you know right. and that's what we that's kind of the deep on the place they just want to take some of that money that they make and disperse it evenly and better in the communities to make it a better living living opportunity for us and just make it more you know peaceful and just better better schools better textbooks for the schools so teachers don't aren't having to use their own money mm-hmm. to buy pencils and colored pencils mm-hmm. there's i don't know if you've ever been to some of the des moines schools but i have not there's paint that there's paint jobs to be done paint just chipping away mm-hmm. old desks that should be thrown out yeah. you know just things that could be used all oh, this money could be used for good mm-hmm. and you know cops there's too much responsibility on cops. I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends that are cops, and I reach out to them. And right, it's not their like. The, the problem I was I always run into is is we almost we almost just ask too much from cops. You know, we ask them to be the the uh, like domestic dispute solver. We ask them to be the crime stopper. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many aspects of life that we ask cops to be the the ones who are playing referee in and they shouldn't be because like i mean no one single department or whatever needs to have that level of reach into every aspect of life but also like what was the number you just read was it 40 million for the for the police uh 42 million for the firefighter and 70 million for the 70 cops. million for the police i want to see what like i'd be interested to see what amount of that 40 or 70 million goes to like training and 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 like you know what i mean cuz like it, we're spending 70 million on police what is that going to is that going to and and then the question for me becomes would we be better off having, uh, like, and to me, it's a no-brainer. We'd be better off, I think, as a, just an overall society being having fewer cops, but better. You know what I mean? Like, more effective, and then also eliminate some of that responsibility from them and get get people in there in these, like, whether it's domestic disputes or whatever, get people in there who are trained to, and I get sometimes there's dangerous situations. So that's where, you know, I, I could see a, a cop being necessary in that situation, but like for them to just go in there and try to deescalate an escalated situation that they are going in blind to that, that doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like we're asking them, we're asking a lot. Yes. And, yeah. um, and so what, you know, I, I don't think they get enough training. So like, let's, to me, it seems to make more sense to kind of pare down that force a little bit. And that's why I defund the police. It's kind of, I don't know. Is that just, is that idea, is that reduce funding for police? Is that what they're, they're yeah, kind of saying? It's, yeah, it is definitely kind of just taking that money and giving it back to, you know, the, the community. Yeah. Giving it back to these um, places that could, you know, help. Uh, train people in mentally handicapped that work within that area, give them more money to, for training and equipment. And a lot of the, the money that the cops get is for riot gear, new cop vehicles, mm-hmm. like every year. Yeah. You know, it's just, and, you know, I get like the, the vest, they need that stuff. They And I don't see it. I don't want to live in a world where there's no police. So that's just not feasible for me. But I agree, just they have so much responsibility. It's just like, they don't. They should be worried about the crime yeah. and stopping the crime, 
that should be their focus because mm-hmm. that's what they, you know, they'd signed up to do. And yeah. you're talking about the training. It actually takes, I got some facts for you there. Um, in Norway, it requires, they require three years training to become a police officer. Mm-hmm. And um, in Finland, three degree or three year degree required to become a police officer. Two years of training in Germany. And in those three countries alone, um, yeah, they have had less than 300 deaths by cop, like but by a police seat. Yeah. In the US, all you need is a high school diploma, about 21 weeks of training, and since 2019, a thousand over a thousand people have been killed by police in the US. Damn. So I just feel like the money could be used for more training for them, you know, mm-hmm. because I don't want to live in a world with no police. No, I don't either. But like but then again, it's like is it better to have a, a force of of 150 you know 150 mid-level trained officers or is it better to live in a in a a society where you have 100 officers who are expertly trained and and expertly qualified it just it's all about because then you start dealing with people's livelihoods and that's where like to me it just is like people they they have one idea of what this argument is and then they just dig their heels in so hard that, that they're not even willing to like meet in the middle at all. Like there's none of that. Um, but no, can you send me those, uh, those numbers I and can, yeah. no, just yep. like send me a link or whatever. And I'll put it up in the, in the show notes in a blog post yeah, at I will. Yep, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, but like, I think the, poli- like we definitely need police. I 100% agree with you. We need police. We need that. Because they do bring a level of security and a level yeah. of good yeah. to to society. Yeah. But it's just you also can't argue with the fact that they're they are. I mean, how long is a police academy? Yeah, I said twenty one weeks. I don't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. It's. I mean, yeah. not long enough. I mean. I mean, you put me in that police academy right now. I guarantee you, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready for the streets in twenty one weeks. It just doesn't give you that real life experience, which I no. feel like you know some of these situations just these cops going to put in these situations they're not trained for, they're not right. ready for, they don't know what to deal with. And right. that's unfortunate, but by no reason should, you know, uh, you know, just doing, selling cigarettes mm-hmm. on the side of the street, you know, using yeah. a counterfeit bill be a cause of death. And, yeah, no. And that's like a big thing is, you know, when people, but, you know, and George Floyd was not a perfect human being by no means. He, he did some heinous who, things. Uh, who is? But yeah, but, but you yeah. know, I got, I got in trouble for marijuana, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's just how you carry yourself after that. You know, it's just, it doesn't, like, if I got caught for marijuana, does that mean I should get shot? You no. know, and it's just, it's just the sad reality, but he wasn't a perfect human being, but by no means did he deserve to die like that mm-hmm. and should he have died like that? Yeah. And that's, and it's just been going on for so long. People want to think that they, they are just focused on this. No, it's been happening yeah. so long. I, someone was jogging in Georgia. Mm-hmm. He was jogging and two white guys chased him down and shot him. Yeah. I mean, that is racism in the clearest day. Yeah, so. no, for sure. I, yeah, 100%. 100%. The, um, well, and then you get this, you get these momos who, who decide that they're going to, they're going to plant their stake in the, like they see this thing of, of Black Lives Matter and um, sort of this, this group of people doing amazing things and like fighting for really noble causes that I think anybody should at least should be on board with, you know what I mean? Which is just equality for all. Um, and, and just, 
I feel like any any judgment should be based on merit or, f- or merit or fact. So like, but the but the color of a, the color of your skin should have nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like it, it should have zero to do with that. Mm. And and it it doesn't like it like there's like I know people who are a thousand million times smarter than me, and their skin just happens to be like a, a shade or you know, like yeah. a darker than mine yeah. you know what i mean and it it has nothing to do with the human being underneath it it just is it, and and if you look up the history of of like dark skin and how it actually how we evolve yeah and how like you know what i mean like yeah it all just had to do with where, where you were living if you yeah. were living in africa like if you were living wherever yeah. by the equator you yeah. were you evolved to have darker skin yeah and that's just a human thing. That's not a, that's not a black human thing or a white human thing. That's just yeah. human. Yeah. We would all do that if we were in, if we were, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, no, you know, I totally get that. I, I yeah. don't know if, I don't know if that's making no, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but, I totally get it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so much, it goes deeper than skin color. I mean, it, yeah. it, skin color should be the last thing you care about. It should be about their heart, their integrity, their character, and just their mm-hmm. morals as a person. And that's why, you know. And what they do, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like what they actually do, not what you think they're going to do or not what, you, you know what I mean? Not a stereotype or not a, a, a bucket, yeah. but actual actions and facts and merit. Like that should be what we base everything on. Yeah. And that's kind of like the moral thing. That's why, I've, you know, I said I've lost friends and I lost mm-hmm. coworkers and that's just, you know, it's, and I've had, it's, it's hurt me a lot because I've had a lot of friends and a lot of our friends, I've, you know, and I don't. It's, it puts me in a tough position because I don't think they really know what to do or what to say, but mm-hmm. still it hurts because they, they haven't really said anything. Mm-hmm. And, they, and I know they have black friends. I know that they have, they might have black relatives. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're out of high school now. We, we're, we've gone through college. You've had, you've gone around a black person. Like you, you, I'm sure you do. And it's just, I just want them, you know, put them in their shoes. You know, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm not black, but cop sees me. I'm definitely not white, you know. So, I mean... <laughs> It's I it's the silence has kind of hurt me a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think part of it's maybe someone just don't know what to do, and that's I mean that's okay, and that's right. That's where it starts. That's where the discussion yeah. starts. And they, I say like my first reaction is like when I when I see stuff, I don't like, I I comment on stuff. I've I've commented on this issue on this podcast. I'm not a big poster on, you know what I mean. Like I, and part of it is just because for me, and and this is probably a a very common thing in white people is I don't feel like I have any authority on the issue. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I have any room to say anything. And so I'm like, I'm like this. And then that's, that's probably where it all starts. And like where that's probably what needs fixed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think it's a lot of people want to say white privilege isn't a thing. But oh. it it is a hundred percent a fact. It is a thing. I mean, it's, it's not a, it, it is a thing. And, mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot, you know, they, they're just they aren't they don't know what it feels like to, and how are they? They they're white, so I don't blame them. Like they just don't know how it feels to be darker and yeah. just have a cop presence around you. You just don't. I I don't think. I think once I got into elementary, like middle school, and you know, high school, I started to kind of realize and see kind of how, you know, just kind of the mis just how kind of black people were treated, mm-hmm. dark people were treated by cops and. It made me a little eerie around them, and yeah. you know, I in high school I made dumb decisions too. So I guess that's too. But you know, 
even after that. And it was just even driving around and I saw a cop, you know, I'd, you know, I get worried cause you know, mm-hmm. I'm darker and mm-hmm. you know, they, they just kind of, I feel like they just, they pay more attention. I just, maybe that's me, but mm-hmm. I don't, I feel like this, if anyone's learning anything, it's not just me anymore, you know? And have, have you ever been in a situation where you have been like in a, in a interaction with a cop and in a, that you that you maybe feel like you wouldn't have to be in if you were, if you were a white person. Um. Yeah. Actually. Um. I got caught for marijuana. I had less than a gram in my car, and I told I I knew I was gonna get caught, so I told the cop where it was. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know I got I went to jail. One night, I had a friend who got caught was white got caught in um, driving. She was from Des Moines. Got caught outside. I saw Jasper County, uh-huh. right, Newton there, and had about, like, a baggie, 3.5, she told me, and just was given a ticket, and that was it. She didn't get taken to jail. Um, you know, I've, I've every speeding ticket I've got, I've always gotten a ticket for my speeding, even if it was maybe, if it was five over, I still got a ticket where I've had a lot of my friends, you know, have yeah. a white, have gone, gotten speeding, I got caught speeding way faster than I have, and gotten off the warning, and... You know, I'm not saying it's my because of my skin color, but you know, it's it's hard for me to think that it doesn't play a role. And you know, I just my best is to try to learn from those situations mm-hmm. and not put myself in those situations. And mm-hmm. the crazy thing is, you could be doing, I could be perfect, fine, and I still feel worried that they're gonna say something. Right. Well, that's the thing is like you you say like I I don't want to have to put myself in this situation. I don't want to have to uh, do this or that. You, you know what I mean? Like. I, it sucks that that's even a worry. Like that shouldn't even be something that any, that anybody worries about. And the fact that it is is like we should be looking at that, going, okay, we need to we need to address something here. Like something needs fixed. I like I don't know what. Again, it's hard because like I nobody knows what the right answer is. But the but I feel like the answer is is pretty simple. When I mean when it comes down to it. it People tend to overcomplicate stuff. I feel like a lot of times, oh, and yes. and the the answer is simple as simple as shit, and it's just equal. Yeah, that's the answer. Like it doesn't no more than that, no less. It's just like and, and we're not. They don't, they're not asking people like white people to do much. They just want you to listen. Yeah, educate yourself, learn about it, and just open your eyes. I think they're they're just so taught to think that this this like mm-hmm. the racism. The, the the stuff isn't going on the um it just they're so i think they're just so wired to not think that's going on mm-hmm. we just want them to see that it is it is happening and mm-hmm. it is still happening in 2020 mm-hmm. i mean it's crazy because these yeah. people have been through a lot of people these older people have been through this like twice their second time and they still want to debate on things it's just like we mm-hmm. shouldn't be debating on things we should just be listening to each other blacks and whites you know yellows and reds we should just be listening to each other mm-hmm. thinking you know and educating just and you know understanding that you know this is happening mm-hmm. it's not something that's it's not and you know a lot of you know obviously I was later in the news and I know a lot of really amazing white people mm-hmm. and they're are they're out there mm-hmm. but they're also there's ones that don't and we just need them to call them on it mm-hmm. because if you don't step in and say something about this racist comment someone's making, you're just a folks. They're not learning from it. Mm-hmm. If you just say something like, "Hey, maybe don't say that anymore," or just 
Yeah. You know, and some of these families, that's just how they're raised, which was so unfortunate. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of this older generation is how they were raised. And that's unfortunate because their kids were just raised around that. So it's, I'm, I can get, I get it. It's a little difficult for some because that's how we're raised, but it's, it's 2020. It's time yeah. to wake up, time to get with it, learn and yeah. adapt. Cause that's what we do as humans is mm-hmm. adapt. Yeah. And it's, it's damn too, it's too late now. Mm-hmm. It, we're playing catch up for the wrong reason, but we, yeah. Equality and getting on the same plane is all we want. And mm-hmm. That's that's it's, it's yeah. that simple. Yeah, it is. It's it just is. Like I said, people overcomplicate things. They think, they think there's this big issue, like this big solution that is going to be super complicated and super this and super that, and it's not. It's just like it's just equality. I mean, it, it shouldn't like. And even just saying that out loud, it doesn't even make sense. But like. And kind of go, going back to what you were saying, um, like a lot of people are just raised in that environment and they don't know any better or don't maybe just maybe just have have accepted that that is how they are and, and that that's a comfortable way to go through life. But and like I'm, I'm very fortunate that like I, I was I mean, I'm I would say I'm the whitest person ever. I'm a fucking dork, but um, I was raised in, in a house where we had none of that. There was no, I, I never like, from, from an early age, it wasn't like, I, I never saw like a, I don't want to, I don't want to say like, I never saw a difference, but, but I, to me, it was like, what the fuck ever? You yeah. know what I mean? Like whatever, who, who cares? Yeah. A lot of my friends, you know, yeah, they yeah. don't see color. And I, I, you know, I think I was blessed enough growing up. Mm-hmm. I never had to deal with, I, Race yeah. toward, towards my face, whatever they said behind my back, that's fine. You're coward yeah. enough to say it behind my back, that's yeah. cool. But, you know, I've been talked behind my back a lot in my life. It doesn't bother me anymore. But, you know, I think yeah. I was blessed enough. You know, I was grateful enough to have friends that didn't see my color. They accepted me who I was. Mm-hmm. And I also had those other people that were brown, too. So it wasn't just, I wasn't alone. You know, there was mm-hmm. other people like me there. And like I said, I think we, we were, you know, we had a very good upbringing. Our, fam- mm-hmm. our families grew up together in the church, you know, mm-hmm. and never had an issue we've always been friends you know it's 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 sad that we're not everyone's like that right so what would you say is like an actionable step that that people can take for to to help with this issue and help with the cause and and just move this whole thing forward and get us over this stupid like to me it's stupid that we're even having to talk about this and it's 2020 and we're yeah, still having this like, like, in issue, a yeah. good, like in the best way possible it's so stupid that we're even having this conversation oh yes you know what i mean is it it's, it's just dumb that we're even having to address it again but it's just like the vocal and and do you think do you think I'm, i don't think i'm a, like i think a majority of people are on the same page right like a majority of people are are saying, yeah, everything should be equal, but it's just the vocal minority that don't think that. Yeah, it's, like, I, it's, a, it's a vocal minority on both sides, right? And it's like, like I said, I'm in a tough position because I feel like a lot of my friends that haven't said anything are on the same, like they, they, they're on the same page as I am. Yeah. And um, it's, I think what people can do is one, you know, I told people it's just go to one of these marches, um, follow mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter Des Moines on Instagram or Facebook and just, Go check out one, of, and they're not just having marches, which is very cool. I just shared something they're having next Friday—a benefit concert. You know, mm-hmm. local um, black artist, uh, 
musicians and they're gonna have a pop-up art show of local black artists where's that at um that will be at woolies um here in des moines and let me show see the times there it will be next friday which will be the 26th um 6 p.m to 11 30 um tickets 20 dollars at the door and that's going to the black lives Matter des moines to local black um stores and companies mm-hmm. des moines it's not going for profit for them so it's just another cool way you can get out and experience and i should um my Facebook, I, I said, if you share it, now I'm giving away five, five free tickets because I just want people to come experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I've invited people's marches and mm-hmm. my white friends, and they've come, and, you know, they're on the same page, but they went to these marches. Afterwards, they're blown away. Their yeah. eyes were just, they didn't realize it, and or they didn't realize it to the extent that they thought they didn't realize. Yeah. Just how they saw how powerful and unifying and just amazing this is. And it's, people I they I think they think this is just a black people's thing. Mm-hmm. They want they need every I, we need everybody. Yeah, no. And that's why I think it, you get say get out to these marches or these events because they're doing cookouts, you know, festivals, different. They're not just doing marches; they're different educational. They're doing yoga, mm-hmm. just public yoga, and you know, following the social distancing rules and everything going on with COVID too. But you know, wait, we're in a pandemic. I think so, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's just get out and. Another thing is maybe just ask questions. Reach if it's not to me, reach out to your your friends of color. Just ask them. Ask them what they can do. And there's many sites you can go and donate to. You know, different organizations. I'm not going to list those off. You can do that by yourself. But you know, mm-hmm. if there's something specific. Um, Dakota Hills just reached out to me, and I gave him a a link that was very. You know, there's specific things. There's donations you can give to that help training the police for training mm-hmm. police. Mm-hmm. I actually found something because I think I needed to be more specific on the defunding the police. Um, I found the thing I thought. So defund the police doesn't mean to eliminate all the police funding. You know, it means the police will be funded. Police just won't be overfunded. Like I said, $70 million in the mm-hmm. Des Moines budget mm-hmm. goes to them, and firefighters are only making 42 mm-hmm. I might be biased, but, you know... I think firefighters should be paid, if not equally, to seventy million. Uh, no, I mean, I mean firefighters are are it, that's a that's a chronically underpaid profession, so, which, which is too bad because they're the people when shit hits the fan, when it gets real, <laughs> those are the people you want is yeah. the firefighters. Because when your house is on fire, I don't know what a cop's gonna do for you. Yeah, and you know, and, and I guess that's the same situation as shootout firefighters. But you know, we just want to kind of redistribute the city budget towards more fair to what I think it plays a role in life. Mm-hmm. And then also going on defunding police because police shouldn't focus, should just focus on crimes and criminals. Police aren't meant like mental health counselors. They're not social workers. They're not medical professionals, not educational specialists. Like they just shouldn't mm-hmm. be responsible for everything. So defund the police emphasizes reassessing our values, investing in our communities, investing in our people, funding our schools, funding our hospitals, funding our services and funding our infrastructure. So mm-hmm. these people kind of, I, I think kind of, and I kind of get the whole defund the police definitely gives it a long, like a really bad look, but that's yeah. what that means. It's not just because yeah. like we, we both agree. Yeah. I don't want to live in a world with no police. They just, they had too much on their plate. They're mm-hmm. getting paid too much and they just can't, they should get paid for what yeah. they are trained to do. They're, in that. they're getting, they're getting paid too much as a, as a whole. Like, I, in a, in a macro sense, because I think on a micro sense, on an individual level, they're not getting like they're not getting paid enough. So we need less officers, but more, but but just kind of bring the I I don't even know what I'm 
I don't even know what I'm talking about. But we like, just need to take some of the money that they're being overfunded for right. all these new vehicles we're getting every year. All yeah. these riot gear stuff that they've only used during peaceful protests. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, another thing I do want to say is, you know, seeing Brian Foster on that video really hurt my heart. You know, mm-hmm. I think it hurt a lot of people's heart um, because, you know, I guess I shouldn't, you know, as far as I knew, he was a very good cop, very good mm-hmm. person. You know, I heard people were very close to him in school. He was, I didn't, I had Mr. Cam, Officer Camp and when I was in high school. I didn't have opportunity to get him, but I've heard very good things. And mm-hmm. to see that really hurt me, you know, and that was one thing I just wanted to say too, that, mm-hmm. that um, you know, it's the one thing with the cops, we just want the good cops to point out the bad cops mm-hmm. because that's where it starts for them too because... Yeah, well, I I, was, I just heard something that the that a lot of reports for like people reporting on cops' behavior or conduct or whatever, like a lot of that is done by other cops. So that that's like that's a good thing. Yeah, and yeah, they it's should get, be rewarded for doing that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you know because getting the bad cops is the first step mm-hmm. because that's the thing. Like, all I mean, there's a there's very few of these bad cops, mm-hmm. but there's all of the, if they get away with them, all of them together. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a that's just a problem. That it is, yeah, yeah. And then I guess I want to state one more thing on the you know the um, the white privilege. I just want to kind of example. I'm not just saying it. You know the I was thinking I just watched the Central Park Five the documentary on Netflix. I, I have not seen it yet. I would uh, check that out. And if you haven't seen the Thirteenth on Netflix, mm-hmm. check that out. It's, I told my parents so I'd before we even had the discussion with my parents, I'd, you know, I'm not afraid to say, you know, at first it was kind of, it was, I didn't, it was kind of a weird conversation with my parents because, yeah. you know, my mom's white and. Yeah. Explain your situation here. Cause, cause I, I think people will hear you talking about your parents and they might think it's, um, yeah. it's conventional, but explain kind of um, what's going on there. So, um, when I was one and a half, I was adopted from India, uh, Southern India, um, by a family here in Newton, Iowa, Ed and Mickey Clements. Love them to death. Shout Amazing out. people. Yeah. Um, mom and pops. But my dad is actually half Japanese. My grandma is Japanese. So him growing up, he actually had to kind of deal with his own. I mean, we had that discussion. So he's kind of, he's kind of take, cause he understands the, the, just what kind of blacks going through just cause he's half Japanese. Like he went through that and he had racism stuff towards him. Did he, did he have to deal with any like world war two hangover? Um, like, um, you know what I mean? Cause it, cause it, the Japanese were discriminated against yeah, in the was, U.S. That was a lot because of, of World War II. Yeah, that was a lot of it because he was in California too, so it was, oh, a bigger, yeah. it was a bigger, so it was kind of more prevalent there. And mm-hmm. then he moved to Chicago. His, my grandpa was in the Air Force, so they moved to Chicago where it's also pretty prevalent there. And mm-hmm. also back when blacks were prejudiced, so I mean, every, they were all getting ganged up on. Oh, yeah. Actually, my grandma, just being Japanese, she married my grandpa who was white, and when she came over here, until she died, she didn't talk to her family because they banished her. So, I mean, it's, Dang. um, so him being half Japanese and then my mom's white. So, and then my brother, um, my parents had two biological kids and my brother is about 15 years older than I am. My sister is 16 years older than I am. And they're both white or half Japanese and mm-hmm. I guess a quarter Japanese, I should say. And, um, you know, they've kind of been out of the house ever since I got over, they were just older than I was. And really when I got over here, my brother kind of, my brother named me. He was like mm-hmm. my favorite. He's the only one that called me. And, um, yeah. But you know, that's kind of how I grew up. I grew up in, and my brother ended up going on and marrying 
uh, someone from Mexico, Rebecca, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. You know, I've been to Mexico multiple times, and, you know, amazing people. Like, yeah. It's one of my favorite pieces. Like, Mexico City, I love going. Everyone's just so friendly. And I've like, never been to Mexico City. I th- actually, I take that back. I think I went... I think I went in my mom's womb one time. <laughs> did, you, did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Um, did you have too I must. I I came out, so I must have. <laughs> Hopefully, she didn't drink too much tequila. Um, <laughs> no, you know. So that's that's kind of how my family is, you know. And it was kind of a tough decision because my mom is white, so mm-hmm. I really didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So I told the, before we even had the conversation, I told her go watch the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. then come back and we'll have this discussion. And it was a way better discussion because I could tell. She just wasn't edu- she wishes wasn't educated enough and she wanted to be. Like mm-hmm. she wanted to understand, so I told her to watch that. And I get I watched the Central Park Five and I wrote this down, getting back to like the white privilege that people don't think it exists today. The well, the Central Park Five spent sixteen years in jail for rape. They didn't that DNA said like exonerated them years mm-hmm. later. Brock Turner was witnessed raping a woman, bragging about it, mm-hmm. and only received six months in prison. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's ingrained. It's not like like shit like I mean shit like that. You just hear it and you're like, like what? It <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't even it doesn't even compute. It's very mind boggling. It's just it's you know, there's people these families, black families that don't have their fathers because they're spending years, decades in jail for selling marijuana, mm-hmm. which is now legal in most states. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it's just, that's where kind of, that's where it's a big problem. I mean, mm-hmm. if people don't see that, mm-hmm. then I don't know where they, they need to wake the fuck up because right. it's right there. Mm-hmm. You, you can keep making excuses and that's what the hardest thing about this thing is. It's just, you know, it's people just making excuses and finding ways to debate. At the end of the day, it's like, if you are saying all lives matter and black people are, are st- statistically and factually not obviously mm-hmm. treated like they matter mm-hmm. then you are just not making any sense well, yeah it's like it's like i think when people say all lives matter they think that when you say black lives matter you're saying only black lives matter and that's not that's not it at all and like with white people i think white people myself included need to realize that like hey we're good don't like don't worry about us Cause we're like, it's, it's, this isn't about us. And it, it, I think a lot of people are trying to kind of play the, play the game of, of like, or, or they just get so entrenched in the, in the, well, I have to matter too. And then it's just like, it, it's like, well, Hey, you're not the, like the, the problem isn't, isn't with you. And the problem isn't like, problem isn't that all lives don't matter the problem is that we have a group of people who for no no good reason is being discriminated against and treated like theirs doesn't so it's not that it's not that when you say black lives matter white lives don't matter it's just that right now what we need to focus on is getting getting everybody on the on the the same level getting everybody on the same page that way i mean theoretically in your career, in anything, it should not matter what color your skin is. It shouldn't matter where you come from. It should matter about what you can do and what you can bring to the table. Yeah, exactly. Care about your heart, your morals, yeah. your work ethic, your brain. Mm-hmm. Your skin should be the last thing. Exactly. It shouldn't, you know, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's, 
it's crazy that people, you know, it's just haven't. And yeah, the all lives thing, it's, it's crazy because I'm Indian, mm-hmm. but it's not our time. It's, mm-hmm. it's my friends that all these people I met in college, I met a, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends in college are black, you know, and being in high school around a lot of white people, you know, I, <laughs> too many white people. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I had a few black friends, JT and Dion, but you know, I never, I felt like I always, I, one thing I was always so blessed with, I feel like I wasn't kept in a box. I always, you know, I had the weird hairstyles, had the lines in my hair. I always kind of dressed kind of different, you know? Dude, I was like, when we were in high school and, and I saw you had the, the hairstyles and all that, I was like jealous. I'm like, I'm like, if I cut my hair like that, I would look like an idiot. Like I would look so stupid just because it like, that's not like, it wouldn't work on me. You know what I mean? I was always like, and, and I think to, you pulled off. Oh, I don't know. Um, but no, like, like you had hairstyles that work, and part of the reason they work is the culture. Like, black culture is something that that white people don't understand. And if we try to like, it's a thing, cause yeah, cause black white people love to use black culture all the time. Right. They do it all. They they yeah. wear they're wearing Jordans. That's a black culture thing. Mm-hmm. You're wearing your chain. It's a black culture thing. Mm-hmm. You're rapping. You're with, that's a black culture thing, but when it comes to black lives, you're very quiet, you're very silent, you don't want to speak up. It's that's a kind of a confusing thing to me, and that's mm-hmm. why it's like when I in high school I dressed like that, and when I got to college, you know, it was just amazing because I was around so many other, you know, I was around black people over there. This is like I just felt at home. I felt yeah, so yeah. like comfortable. And like, it's not like I didn't culture, feel yeah. I didn't feel comfortable back in Newton, but you know, I definitely I was like, well, I'm definitely gonna be standing out because I'm wearing something not used to you know it's just me i'm dressing like me which is dressed like this which isn't normal for newton but when i got to college man that's mm-hmm. that's why I, mean, I made all my friends you know they're all black and that's why like this is their time their right. lives matter right. right now and that's why i'm out here for documenting this getting photos for them and their families you know showing people that they're out here i'm out here for them this isn't my time this isn't white people's time because white people you brought black people over here i don't know if you guys remember that but on slave ships they didn't want to be here in the first place. So, mm-hmm. if he, I mean, yeah, you think about that all you want and think about it and come talk to me about it. But, you know, it's their time because they've, they've done so much for America. Mm-hmm. They have built America. Mm-hmm. And it's long overdue for them to be equal. And you're right. Mm-hmm. It's, it shouldn't be that hard of a discussion. It, shouldn't, no. it should be a simple, like, realizing, educating, seeing where we can change. Mm-hmm seeing the areas and there's been so many changes there been laws are i mean they're getting their they're small steps are you know too late but you know their work it's work yeah well as i say it, it is too late but like we can't i don't know i i don't want to get i don't want to dwell too much on the it's too late part because the important thing now is we just need to get it done we can't sit here and you know it does no good to be like well it should have been done. It should have been done. It should have been done. It's about progress like the, now. The rhetoric should not be. It should have been done. Because I think I think a lot of times there's there's that argument, and and I'm not saying that it. Sh- I, I'm not saying that that's not a valid argument because it 100 is. It should have been done a long time ago. What I am saying though is to get stuff done, we have to we have to all be like okay. Put all that there. And let's all move forward from here. Yep. Like, like we're at the starting line now. We just need to move forward and we need to learn from that mistake yeah. and make do what they yeah. didn't do a long time mm-hmm. ago. And that's why I think I don't. This black lives matter. It's not. It, mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. It, yeah. The marches aren't going to stop because 
it's time mm-hmm. now. And the crazy, amazing thing is, I don't know if you've seen this, but on thir- uh, Channel 13, I did a thing where a lot of these things are youth-driven. And yeah. I don't know, I can't think of the Jasper County, I don't know, advisor, some council dude was, had something. He went, there was a march in Newton a few weeks ago, and he went and drove by, and he was saying how he didn't think these young people knew what was going on or really had a voice or really were new or kind of understood what was going on, which is complete bullshit because kids are getting killed also. They're seeing, yeah. they're growing up with no they're growing up with no fathers because they saw their father sold ten grams of weed he's been in twenty years in prison. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think these these marches aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And it's it's amazing because yeah. it's working. I mean Yeah. Well like and and the thing is is, is find stuff that I guess I guess like in in my space it's like I I look at I'm involved on like YouTube and podcasts and all that. So in my space I look at it and I'm like okay there's there's a black creator who I really love uh Marcus Brownlee do you know who that yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah, MKBHD. Did you see his video that he did? Uh it was like a it was like I can't say I did. Okay, I think it was called A Reflection on the Color of My Skin. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like in response to all this stuff. But I'll write that down, check that out. Yeah, no, it, it, people, like if you want to watch it, it, it gives a really good insight. But um, one of the things he said in, the, in that video was don't just like, like I think there's a big movement now to just go throw, throw stuff at black creators or black uh, businesses or whatever. And, and he kind of said, well, do that if you like what they're doing. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But don't, but don't make it not for you based on the color of their skin. Yeah. But also don't make, just don't hinge any decision on that. Yeah. That, is it, would you say that's the solution? Is every decision should be made on, with no regard given to the color of skin? Is that... Yeah, I mean, you should really just get back, you know, locally, yeah. you know, I, I agree with that. I, mm-hmm. I kind of trying to, trying to, yeah, I see what he's saying there, you know, yeah. if you, I guess if you don't, don't do something you totally don't believe in, that's not what we want you to do either, but you know, there's ways that you can get involved, yeah. but ways that you feel more comfortable, because mm-hmm. there's so many avenues to the Black Lives Matter, it's not mm-hmm. all just about this George Floyd, you know, killing or the Aubrey case getting shot, you know, it's mm-hmm. not all about police. There's so many different areas where black people are just, you know, their, their housing, their education, mm-hmm. so the neighborhoods, they're just, they're very poor. You know, there's mm-hmm. other ways that people can get involved and yeah, it might not affect a white person that way, but look at a black person, you know? Right. Because I, I, I actually was asked, you know, it was a big question being asked when it was the first time you had a black teacher. I haven't. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I have I've gotten the chance in college to meet a very a lot of former future teachers that are black and I know there's more that have come before them mm-hmm. and it's just amazing to me that there's not more out of there. So I mean mm-hmm. there's ways to, you know, maybe get if you if they, you know, maybe you have a friend that's black that wants to become a teacher who's into it, there's a way you can maybe like say something to someone, maybe network, get them a job, you know. I'm mm-hmm. that's another thing about this Black Lives Movement, it's just meeting people i've gotten to meet people that i've only ever dreamed of meeting out there in these marches you know and mm-hmm. just getting to talk and you know it's, i think that's one thing that people can do too is if you don't feel comfortable just go out and just see for yourself and you'll find something you believe in because you know there's things the marches they don't mm-hmm. you might not agree in but there's parts that you might oh okay yeah that's where i want to 
I could see my platform, like you having me on here, you're using your platform, allow me to speak on it to inform. Yeah. That's well, and, amazing. And I'm also, yeah. I'm also trying to get like information for myself too. Like mm-hmm. I want to know, I want to know how it, how it's perceived and, and just what the, what the problems are on, on a, on a grass, yeah. grassroots level. Yeah. Uh, but I want to go back for a second to yeah. the video that I was talking about with, uh, MKBHD because I don't want it to, I don't want it to seem like race shouldn't be something that we all, like it shouldn't be something that we don't, I guess I'm trying to think uh, how to say it. I know, I know how I'm trying to think of it in my head. Yeah. It's like, it's like, and what he was saying in the video is like, don't go just seek out black you like let's use YouTube as an example. Mm. Don't go seek out black YouTube channels and just throw them subscribers and then not do anything with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not engage in whatever they're doing. If you like their stuff, then subscribe in their to their channel. But it shouldn't be about Oh yeah. You just know because what I mean? like it shouldn't be you shouldn't say, I'm not going to subscribe to them because they're black and the, but you also shouldn't say I'm going, I'm only going to subscribe because they're black. Cause they're black. Yeah. So I think he was trying to say like race shouldn't be an issue at all. Like it should just be about the work and the, the art and yeah. the honesty of that. Yeah. I think and, that's kind of something he went, I think that's the point he wants to see in the future. I think that's why he's like, it yeah. shouldn't be cause he's black that you're giving him money. It should be like, exactly. you're like, you're into that. Like, Oh, I, yeah. I dig that. Let yeah. me, I'm going to subscribe to him cause I like what he's, I I understand. I get right. why I'm on board with not just because oh he's oh black lives matter he's black I'm a right subscribe you know? yeah no like when I hit the subscribe button on his channel it wasn't because it wasn't because I was like oh there's a black guy I need to I need to throw some love that way it was just because I'm like this this is a dude doing hella cool videos like yeah and if you I mean if you go subscribe to black people or do like go to a black restaurant or something mm-hmm. I mean. If you like them, awesome. But if you don't, yeah. that's you're not help. You're not you're not educating yourself. You're just yeah. doing it just to yeah. feel good about yeah, yourself. Do, don't just don't just do things and do them for the sake of doing them. You gotta be uncomfortable with yourself. Yeah, yeah, and you just gotta be like, you, it's just it's just like it has to be honest. Like all yeah. of it has to be honest. Yeah, if you, that, and, yeah. And if you don't know, be honest about that. And if you like something, be honest about that. If you don't like something, be honest about that. But none of that honesty should have anything to do with the color of a skin. No, at all. And that's yeah. that's you know that's that's the end goal. Of the black, like, yeah. Where it doesn't matter. You don't. It doesn't matter what color you are. Like mm-hmm. no, I mean for it, nothing. It really doesn't. You know, obviously that's uh, that's in a perfect world. But you know, I think this Black Lives Mover is it's 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 making waves. It's yeah. it's it's not going anywhere. People yeah. are learning. People are educating. And, you know, it's. That's one thing I, w- I, I want. I, mean, I was hoping this drive being on this podcast was reach my friends that haven't said anything because, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's hurt me. You know, it, it hurts, you know, and it's not like I, I don't think I don't. It's not that I don't think they agree with it or like hate it or against it. I think it's one they, they they're scared to be uncomfortable and ask questions or say what they feel, because sometimes being called out on something is how you change or how you mm-hmm. learn. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, there's older generations where they're just born into it, which is mm-hmm. terrible. Because it's just you grow into something, obviously, like serial mm-hmm. killers and like like serial things. Like you just mm-hmm. grow into that. It's just it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think if you can just if you say something, you call some of your friends out. That's mm-hmm. a step in the change because like it might click like, oh yeah, just now in the days like 
it's yeah. out there. Like it, people are going to be found yeah. out and you know, it's, yeah. there's a girl from progress industries. I don't know if you saw that video on Facebook or anything, but I don't know. She, she one of her friends, there was a stupid video and she ended up saying like, uh, I hope these N words don't come here or anything like that. And you know, it's, these things are being called out, which might, oh back in, if this didn't happen, you know, back in the day, it might not have been recorded or yeah. said about, and yeah. that's, I'm hoping that she learns from this mm-hmm. and it changes her and she can help educate other people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think, I think the, and, and a big difference that we have this time around, like, and when I say this time around, I mean like this, cause this does feel like a, a movement, right? It, it mm-hmm. feels like uh very on par with the civil rights movement oh, of the sixties. So like the big difference between this time and that time was there was no tech then there was no, social media, there was nothing like that to spread information rapidly that would just get the message out there and keep it out there. Um, and, and kind of shifting gears here for a second. We'll, we'll come back to that when, when we wrap up. Yeah, but one more thing. It's actually bigger than civil rights movement because, uh, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post, but 50, which is amazing. This is like, this moved me so much too. There's 50 states that had protests, you know, marches. Yeah. And only 16 different countries around the U.S. Yeah, dude, this is worldwide. I mean, I this mean, is like... The, the race, definition yeah. of worldwide. Yeah, and that that was just so moving mm-hmm. to see how big this is. To see, like, okay, I mm-hmm. think people are going to get this now. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like all these people are, like, angry or, like, just debating or upset about these different outlets. They, they, just, they just don't get it. They're getting, they're yeah. trying to, they're trying to avoid the, the bigger picture that mm-hmm. isn't that hard to get at yeah. all. And, no. you know, I think they're going to start getting it because they're like, this isn't going away. It's so big and... Like it's crazy because it's bigger than civil rights movement, and we're we're living in it. And mm-hmm. like I was saying, this movement is youth driven, which I yeah. thought was th- Channel Thirteen said, which is especially in Des Moines, everything is youth driven. That's good though, because like that's we where the, yeah the, we are the next. This is where it's going to change. These mm-hmm. old adults, they're going to get old and pass away here soon. Mm-hmm. And it starts with us, because then we can teach our kids the right way. We can educate mm-hmm. our kids mm-hmm. on the past, learn from it, mm-hmm. move forward. So yeah, like, like I think there's way more upward potential in a 16-year-old figuring out how to do the right things and figuring out kind of what the, what the whole message means and, and kind of how society should work. I think there's way more upward potential with that than there is trying to convert an 85-year-old Vietnam vet or whatever. Just that they, they probably won't ever get it. Because if you, you know? can reach that 16-year-old... Yeah. They have a better chance of reaching that 85-year-old than you yeah. or I do or a 40-year-old guy or yeah. someone their own age. Well, the, well and the more important thing is, is they have, if you reach the 16-year-old, then they have the ability to reach everyone in their lives yep. plus yep. their children, and it's just it, then, then it becomes it, generational. It starts, yeah. exactly. It's, I yeah. don't want to say restarting, but it, yeah. it's getting us to where we should have exactly. been. Exactly. Where yeah. we need to be, mm-hmm. where we need to be. And yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing, and that's it's a youth-driven thing. that. Mm-hmm. That's like that was so cool to see because it's it is cool to have these older guys you know help but mm-hmm. at the end of the day we're gonna be living a lot longer live with it so it starts with exactly. us it's amazing yeah I mean people yeah like people our age are, are the people who are gonna make a difference people our age and younger are the people I mean not the people older than us can't make a difference too but like it starts with us because then we're gonna move forward. Like over the next ten years, that's going to be where society really shifts. And monkey see what monkey do. So yeah. they're going to be watching us, especially to see yeah. what we do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, kind of. Um, I see you have a kind of shifting gears a little bit. I see you have a Windows. Uh, what kind of laptop is that? This is a Surface Pro uh, Five. I love it. Um, 
uh, in college, I got an ASICS or ASIS, and you know, mm-hmm. I was I went in as sports management, and then my first semester, I was like, "Yep, don't know," because I went to play football and track, and yeah. like, halfway into my first year, I was like, "Yep, I need to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do after college." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't really want to be in sports management," and my brother being a fashion designer in New York, you know, I want to do sports uh, design and like sports fashion mm-hmm. and. I was kind of lucky enough. I kind of put it off because at Grandview we had Mac computers in the uh, like in, yeah. the, in the lab, so I just used that. I'd always do my stuff there. Then when I started, you know, like I was going to graduate college, I was like, okay, I need a better computer because so Asus is just yeah. it's in a design computer. No, 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 yeah, it's, it's a business it's, machine. Exactly. Yeah. And so I went to this. And I knew it was portable. You know, I could take it places. It, it, I mean, it is a laptop. Is that- is that bottom? Is that that's like a fabric on the bottom? Yeah, go ahead. Like man. The, yeah, the keyboard comes off. You know, it's magnetic. Yeah, I think I've, it's like. See, like I've seen these before, but I just don't. Yeah, man. I've never, I've never had one. My my dad used to have one, and yeah, I mean that. I I like that because it's, that seems way more. I mean, like I'm recording on this. Um, I I don't know. I I've had a few different laptops. I had, I started with a Dell. I, I've never had an Apple. But I've I started with the Dell and then I had a. Well, didn't you didn't you just get a Mac? Are you getting I did, a Mac tomorrow? I did. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've Tell been me on about PC. That, man. My last so my last computer before this one was a an Acer, yeah. which I liked that one. Mm-hmm. But um, it was it was like a it was a big big thing, and it was just um, I don't know. It was it was almost too big, and then and then a fan just started, like a fan got loose, and I took it into I I took it to a couple computer places, and they were like. Yeah, that just kind of happens. I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not like I couldn't take it to class because yeah. it was just like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm not taking that anywhere. Oh, so, shut up. Yeah, so then I got this, which is a Lenovo Yoga 11. Yeah, I mean, it looks, I mean, it looks yeah. small and portable. I mean, it, this is a five year old computer, but it's, um, it's, it, it, it's worked. Yeah. Up until now, uh, I don't do any like. I guess what major, do you what do you do on it then? I guess I mean like one? the main thing I've been doing recently is just recording. Okay, like, yeah. like I I have the desktop, but I I've yeah. been just recording on this and then editing on that. Yeah. Um. But then today I went ahead and I pulled the trigger on a uh, on a MacBook. So nice. What kind? What uh? What model? It's what like you? the it's a 13 inch MacBook Pro. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I don't know specs off the top of my head. I think no, that's fine, i5, yeah. eight gigs of RAM. Nice. All that, all that uh, little nerdy stuff. But I'm, I'm pumped. I'm the more, the thing I'm more pumped about than anything is just using Mac OS. Yeah. I've never used it. Like yeah, I you, used yeah, it. Yeah. Did you say this is your kind of first Mac computer? Yeah. I've never had one either. I'm like I said. I'm waiting until mm-hmm. that will probably be my next one. But yeah. I've, yeah. I'm kind of excited for you because I, I know it's definitely a different. Cause I got to use one in college, like I mm-hmm. said. So yeah, I think you'll. Cause what are you gonna use the? F- I mean, is it kind of is it? Is that gonna be your? I guess everything computer. Or is that gonna be your editing p- computer? Uh, it's just gonna be kind of my daily driver. I'll probably do some recording on it, like yeah. just like this. Uh, but like with that, recording doesn't take up nearly as much power and yeah. everything, and and just like this one is fine, but this one's probably an inch thick. Yeah. The, the one that's in front of me right now. Yeah, I that one's pretty, I mean, it looks like it could <laughs> Yeah, it, take it's some the damage. rugged series, which, oh, yeah. you know, means you could throw it off a cliff. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like the... I guess that's uh, one thing I tell you, for get a, definitely get um, a case. I don't have mine on mine right yeah. now because I was taking it for work, but I have a case on mine because 
they're so expensive, and I don't. I, know. I, I hate like phones. If they make yeah. enough shit, so I can drop Apple it. Care, so that, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so gonna say I'm get like, a case or get some because yeah. Once you, that's what I, my brother dropped. He has a Mac and he dropped his recently. Mm-hmm. I did get and replace it, but you know it's that's I'm excited for you. So um, are you gonna use because you 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 do photos too? That's I use in college. I loved using the Macs for yeah. the editing. I, I see. The, like I've I've only done Photoshop on my desktop, my okay. desktop PC, which is a uh, for anybody listening, that's an HP. It's an HP. Like I think it was three hundred dollars for the for the tower. Nice. So it's like not a not an expensive computer by any stretch of the imagination. But I've used that before. It worked perfectly fine. Yeah, for everything. It uh, it does everything I needed to do. Uh, the only thing is, is like some like video stuff and some uh, photo stuff. It can just programs are just slower. Yeah. So. I don't know. It just is, yeah. and it's it's an older computer. Like I think the the parts in it are from, I I don't know what year they're from, but it, it, I got it refurbished. So yeah, my parents got it like an HP too, and I've, yeah. I've been trying to get. Them, I mean, they they don't use it that much, so yeah. I, mean, I get why they don't want to buy a new computer. But yeah, yeah. I can understand the slowest. But I think that Mac is going to be perfect for mm-hmm. this for yeah. your photos that you take. Cause yeah, Lightroom. On, I was also on this. Like I use Lightroom and stuff, mm-hmm. and it works good too. But Macs, I think it's just. The work really yeah. good. The MacBook is like step one, and then after that, I want to I want to upgrade the the desktop to a to an iMac. Yeah. So we'll see. That'll be that'll be that's kind of the the master plan. If you don't, I mean, if you don't mind one. buying like a used one, mm-hmm. I've looked at them, but like the used ones, I guess you could probably buy a newer mo- like a, a new yeah, one, like an older for model. The, for the amount I'm going to spend on it, anything over a thousand dollars is like. I'd, I'd just assume get it new because yeah. yeah, then you have right. Apple Care and you have a warranty and stuff. Yeah, not wrong. But like the, the um, I I did look at some refurbished ones. There's a there's a good website that I was looking at called uh, I think Mac of all trades. Yep, I've, yep, yep. But uh, it's I I couldn't pull the trigger on it and I don't know why. But I, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. I guess if you're gonna yeah. that kind of investment, I didn't really, yeah, I'd probably go new too. If yeah. you're gonna, I guess if you're gonna spend that much money, there's no. Yeah, you could if you wanted to. You could just go and yeah. do payments on like like cheap payments too, and mm-hmm. until you get enough money to pay it off, mm-hmm. you can, that's I think that's what I did with um not this um what I get my drone. Oh uh, it yeah, was, it was about like two thousand dollars, and what I did was at first I didn't have all that, but it's like I wanted to use it for a project. Yeah, and my GoPro one I sold and got rid of, and mm-hmm. it's like shoot, I didn't really think about. I didn't think I was gonna need it this soon, so I was like, I have a Best Buy card, so I was like, okay, I'll just go make punt payments on it, which are cheap. Yeah. And I just worked at the fair one, like the state fair, yeah. and um, Done. got got yeah. went out and paid the rest of it off, and good deal. Know, so that's what. Yeah, if that's something. That's I know, that's a, that's a nice that's thing down the road now. there. But, yeah, yeah, a lot of options out there. I'll have to. I'll definitely have to. Um, like I've I've said this before, but like my my favorite part of like getting new stuff, like a computer or that or you know whatever, is uh is just the research. Like I oh, love yeah. doing that research and like. Figuring out, okay, I, I need to do this. I need to do this. What's what's going to be best for me to do that? And then figuring out, okay, where where does my dollar stretch the most? I love that. So like, and nowadays there's so many tricks and stuff to when you get new stuff where you don't have to spend a lot of money to do. Yeah, which is amazing. I know, too. like the IMAX, they have it now where you can replace the RAM by yourself. 
which is is That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. You can put like. Don't think I'll be able to do that, but no, dude, it's really easy. I tell Brandon Fisher do it. You just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I he didn't know he didn't know you could do it either. I talked really? to him the other day, and he was like, "Dang fish!" I sent him the I know I sent him the video, and he was like, he was like, "I didn't know you could do that," but um, no, like you just you set it down on its front, and then underneath the stand, there's just a little trap door, and it. It leads right to the ram. Wow. I know. That's it's pretty pretty did not dope. Know that. Yeah. Pretty sick. But uh but yeah, it uh So I guess what's is that what's after the mat or the the after that then at their home base smack? When do you think see uh think you can get Um you, I don't know. You said a new camera, right? You wanted yeah, to get a new camera? I, I I want a new camera, but I gotta I gotta I guess one thing I'll tell you you I know you want like the new flippy lens thing. Yeah. If you're going to spend money on get a new lens. Cause that's what a lot of photographers. I, I should. The lens is what. Make, I, before I get a new camera, I need to make better use of the one that I have. So that's, that's kind I of. I mean, I've seen your work. Though. I mean, you, you take some good photos. I mean, I've seen your work and. Yeah, it's not. I'm not, I'm no professional, but, but I mean, shoot, I'm not. Me neither. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, you know. Like, I can get yeah, them focused and looking okay. I think you do it kind of for the same thing I do. You know, you do it for relaxation. You do it for mm-hmm. pleasure. You do it to yeah. get your mind to get away. Yeah. It's, it's just a, a, it's just creative, creative outlet. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But no, um, I think we've, we've got an hour at this point. So um, I think we're going to wrap this up. But Sounds is there anything, good. is there anything you want to kind of leave the people with is there anything you want to get out there and just what would be like your your last last ditch message to get out there um racism is still happening today um Mm -hmm. this this uh racism this uh, with the police and just the brutality and everything going on it's happening and you know like i said i stayed you know kind of way on here because a lot of my you know white friends haven't said anything and it, again, it puts me in a tough position because I, it's I don't think it's because I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I think at least they're uncomfortable. They don't know what to say. You know, I, I guess the last thing I want to say is like, the Black Lives Movement isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you, anything, just try putting yourself in my shoes, mm-hmm. Dion Harris's shoes, a black person. Anybody, shoe, yeah, any, anybody. Anyone you know just, the color yeah. and just think about going through a day and maybe a situation you might be in that they go in. Because it happens. Like I said, it happened to me just the other week. And mm-hmm. the reason I'm out there is because I don't want to get a call phone call yeah. from one of my brothers that they were shot because mm-hmm. a cop was threatened because I know who they are. And, you know, it's, I just want my friends that haven't said anything, you know, it's hurt me. But I just want you to know, like, I, I still like, I still love you. You know, I'd, if you don't know what to say, that's okay. I would say start by asking me reaching out to me, reaching mm-hmm. out to someone of color, you just, you know, there's ways to educate yourself. And I would say go to a march. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that they're happening. Just going, I know, you know, people are working. I know I get, I work too, so I'm not able to make everyone, but you know, mm-hmm. most weekends I, I try to get out there because mm-hmm. they're the biggest ones. They're the ones that have the, the most impactful speakers. Everyone that have impactful speakers, but there's, the more people are going to show up, you get to yeah. see the, the bigger picture of, so that will kind of, and from there, you know, that you can go on and to have discussions, but just have discussions with your family at home. If you if you're uncomfortable, just ask. And, you know, just don't be afraid to call out people that are you know, know are doing stupid stuff because as you know both of you it starts with us. This is a youth driven mm-hmm. movement and mm-hmm. it starts with us to teach ourselves and then for our kids and our the future generations just to get 
to a world that we have been that needs to be we need to be living in a, a world of unity because I'll just leave it at this at the end of the day I don't care if you're black white yellow red female <laughs> girl hairy not hairy it takes every single one of us that's gonna make this what about work. indigo um <laughs> smurfs I don't know <laughs> yeah we need smurfs I like smurfs um you know it's just and you know I brighter days are ahead mm-hmm. you know we, we so much badness and so much sadness mm-hmm. and just shittiness have gone on around mm-hmm. us. It's it's I think it's hard for people to like mm-hmm. look on the bridge or go on the news or look yeah and see some but you know, just get outside, you know, it's it's out there. Yeah. And you know, there's Find good, the good. There's good <laughs> there's good cops, there's good white people, but you know, it's time to get the black the black people on the le- same level field as white people. Mm-hmm. And it's long overdue and I see it's working. The march is a movement. They're passing laws. You know, they're Trump just signed an executive order. So, I mean, it's working. Yeah. Protest, peaceful protest work. Mm-hmm. And also, I do want to state, you know, a lot of the rioters, um, I kind of forgot that I should have started out that. The rioters, um, they aren't with the movement. Mm-hmm. The, the Black Lives Movement will be the first to tell you they aren't with us. Mm-hmm. Those are people that their agenda isn't with, with the movement. So, people that are scared of that reason, too, I hope they can understand it. Mm-hmm. Those writers have nothing to do. In yeah. Des Moines, have nothing the, the to do. The media doesn't help anything with that. Nope, nope, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But again, as an asshole, I want to thank you, Paul, for having me on here, man. Definitely, you coming, definitely dude. blessed. I, I will. I, I. One last thing I want to say: if you, um, in this, in this whole thing, I guess I'll leave it with this: if you, um, ask questions, find ways to contribute. It doesn't always have to be. Doesn't have to be just one way. Find other ways to contribute. There's there's plenty of things you can do. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's gonna take all of us. And it's, you know, it's it's gonna yourself. happen. It's gonna yep. happen. It just has to, it just has to be all of us at the same time. You just and, have to look in the mirror and take yeah. the right move. You know. And, and take it one step at a time, one day at a time. So we'll get there. Yeah. So that is all. Um. That's all she wrote for this episode. Thank you for listening. Um. As always, follow me on social media at Paul and um. I'm stuck in it. I'm stuck in an old era here, Clem. Uh, at a ball world on Instagram, and uh, check me out online at thepaulshow.net. Um, I will tag. I will put resources that that he used in um, the show notes at thepaulshow.net. So look for that under the blog section, and um, I will put. I will also put in the um, in the description of this episode. I'll put. Andrew's social media handles so we, we, everybody can get, get a hold of him. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, anything at all, just about anything, reach, don't don't be scared to reach out. You know, I, I will listen. I will have conversations with you. You know, I'm here. All right. On that note, we are uh, signing off. God bless. Later.